Hello and welcome to Nice the Hobby Table. I'm your butthole Blake and here with my fellow chocolate starfishes, Bowen. Hello. And Obi. <laughs> Yo! <Yeah. laughs> uh, see, I purposefully didn't do that thing yeah. just to get under your skin. Yeah! How the fuck yeah. are you, boys? Oh. I am swimming. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that a saying that people say? I'm swimming. As long as you're swimming in the hot dog flavored water, I guess so. <laughs> mm, maybe. I mean... Sorry, guys. We're, we're just... Do you... We're limping with the biscuit a bit today, guys. All right? My bad, my bad. <laughs> do you guys ever just cook hot dogs and then throw them out and then drink the water? Why would you eat the hot dogs? What? The hot dog water's you... the best bit. But okay, better yet. Do you ever cook hot dogs and then get like a like a straw or something and hollow out the center of it and then use the hot dog as a straw to drink the water and then yeah, throw the rest? Yeah, yeah, of course. But you're making a soup. That's what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Tim Tam Slam, but with hot dog. What the fuck is Tim Tam Slam? When you get like a thing of milk and a Tim Tam, you what? cut the opposing board like corners off it. You put it in and you suck the milk through the Tim Tam and then you eat the Tim Tam. Called Tin Tan Slam. You gotta try it, bro. How many people have done that to warrant a nickname for it? It's very popular. <laughs> it's very popular. Gee, I don't believe it because I've never heard of it up until this. What? Point. Okay, guys. When, when you all listen to this episode, go on our Discord and tag Bowen if you knew what a Tim Tam Slam was beforehand. Even if you're not Aussie, or if you've at least heard of it. I want to see. But it is a thing. Anyway. Today, guys, I was thinking, let's uh, kick it back into the retro gear a little, get our synths on, and um, talk about some Game Boy Color collecting as a platform. You know? Like, all about it. What do you think? Hells to the year. No. No? Oh, well, democracy. Fuck you. That's not fair. <laughs> That's exactly how democracy works. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm gonna, I'm gonna storm your house, Blake. You can try. And protest. You can try. <laughs> I'll nut on you. Um, anyway, <laughs> what? I'm not when I'm scared. Ah! Ah! Anyway, what have you guys been up to this week with your hobbies? Um, I have been working on some stuff for a client of mine um and doing a bit of drawing in my free time again getting back into the swing of that um haven't drawn in quite a while uh so it's been nice and also uh reading reading some fucking reading some stuff uh did you read your manga you picked up the other day your Hmm? manga you picked up the other day did you read that well chainsaw man i've already read it like twice bro cool 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 <laughs> cool cool um trying to get back up to date on solo leveling which is like a korean manga comic um really enjoyable nice nice do you recommend it to our listeners yeah highly highly very much do yeah but good but you know what that's bowen's manga tip for the week we might start doing those no, if my actual tip should be to read Chainsaw Man because it's fucking amazing, and the second part just started airing. Ah, uh, well, go go read that, Obi. What have you been up to? Way too many stuff. 
I sh- well, well, I should have been finishing my Terminators, which I am, sort of. It's the final phases. I've been looking at lightsaber. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I managed to convince Salt to get one as well. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I ordered a Kylo Ren-looking one. Not that one specifically, because it's expensive, but just one with, like... You know the cross like the crossbar. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Because my kid wanted one for those, so I'm gonna give it to his to him for his birthday. And, okay. Um, Do you know the problem I've always had with that lightsaber design? It's the fact that like you got the blade right, and then you had the cross guard emitter. But theoretically, if you slid your your opposing blade down that lightsaber and hit the hill, you would actually cut yeah. the cross guard emitter off. Making it a useless cross guard. I always thought that they should have fired back across themselves like that. And intersected with the blade in the center. So it's like an upswept one. And then, like, obviously, that can catch a blade if it slides down like a sword, you know? Yeah. But isn't the whole point of Kylo Ren's lightsaber is the crystal in it is so strong that he has to have those side vents to let it escape? Isn't that the whole point of it? Not so much a combat thing because yeah, it's, he only uses his style of fighting doesn't really fit the way his blade is. I think I think while that is partially true Bon, I think it's also based on an Excalibur type from earlier in Star Wars lore like they used to use that more commonly as well so yeah. but I'm just saying if you're gonna do it, do it practically you could still yeah. channel it that way you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just have a cross. Yeah, like a, a V on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Make make the emitter actually have the, the cross. Like, not have an emitter stick out and then have the cross guard. It's bad design. But I've been listening to Star Lores and an episode about lightsabers, and actually those parts of the emitter in lore canon are, like, reinforced with, like, Beskar or, like, precious materials that actually can reflect lightsaber. Okay. That makes me a little bit more happy about it. Yeah. So, lore-wise, there is options for it, but, yeah. That's cool. I think Kylo Ren has also just seen Ghostbusters and knows not to cross the streams. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Even though scientifically that makes no sense, but anyway. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just glad that uh, he's seen Ghostbusters. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out he's a film buff. That's crazy, right? Right? So uh, Fucking leader besides... of the Galactic Empire also enjoys movies on the side. Why the fuck not? <gasps> Why yeah. not? So besides uh, getting one for my kid, I also ordered a uh, double pack for myself. Actually, I was planning to give one of those sabers to my kid. But uh, I'm going to keep both of them and just make like a Frankenstein really long hilt. Because I kind of want to do like these spinning tricks. A long yeah. hilt. Can you promise me you do them on camera so I can watch you jiggle, you know, jiggle <laughs> your butt around while you do it? Oh yeah. So yeah, besides looking at spending way more money on yet another hobby... Yeah, I've been slowly building some Mark VI Marines. I, I think a hobby is a nice way of us saying spending money on toys for adults. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, my my uh, girlfriend's eldest kid, he also 
got a lightsaber, so it would be kind of cool to just do some practices, you know? Well, I think the really cool thing is if you look up, like, uh, historical sword drills and stuff like that, learn real guards, you can actually practice those with the kids yeah. without them getting hurt. Yeah, but too. there is like, there is do... the Ludo sport. It is There, there is a lightsaber yeah. fighting sport. It's official. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Cool. Isn't it kind of like fencing? Just Yeah, it's basically fencing, but with lightsabers. Because so. I remember actually hearing about that, and I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, you're going to laugh, but I was actually watching basics of it today on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like... Um, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. I like it. If if you want a golden tip for somebody who's really good with stabers and uh, staffs and stuff like that, uh, Michelle C. Smith. She does insanely cool uh, area uh, like acrobatics with, with it. She's like a professional stunt woman. And she's teaching people how to do it with sabers and staffs. That's my tip of the day. Sweet. That's actually pretty cool. Just the tip. (laughs) Just the tip of the lights. So, Blake, what are you up to, man? Um, well, to nobody's surprise, I'm setting up another fish tank. Um, (laughs) I picked... (laughs) <gasps> surprise Pikachu a- face <laughs> oh surprise <laughs> oh, unprecedented um, yeah I picked up a 40 litre aqua 1 tank a few weeks back um, I'm just in the process of getting together the stuff to escape that nicely I got some um, so, uh, they call it Dragonstone I got that going in there and it's a nice wood it's gonna look fucking cool I got a whole thing planned out in my brain but it's it's really nice man it came with like it's own integrated filter and like white and uh, the background on it's black, and the filter is the exact same black, so it's nearly invisible. And it just looks really sleek and really cool. Oh, yeah. So um, probably some more shrimp going to go in there. Probably some uh, some blue neocaradinas, and um, possibly some small tetras as well. Maybe some neons or some rummy noses. And yeah, that's the thing. Um, a little bit of Warhammer, a little bit of painting, not much, but a little. Um... A little is more than... That's right. That's right. And the other one is... I have also been led down this dark, dark path of looking at lightsabers. <laughs> um, I was avoiding it. I was doing so well. And then fucking Soltaire did an unboxing live last night on camera with his Darth <laughs> Maul lightsaber. And I'm like, well, fuck you in your face, you can So now I gotta <laughs> buy one eventually, too. Um... I think, so I've got a single-handed one picked out, but I'm also going to get a mall-style one, like the double-sided one, because yeah. I um, I did ninjutsu for a little while, so I actually have a little bit of experience with um with the staff, so okay. I want to I wanna see if I can sort of translate that to some good twirling with the mall-style one. If not, I do handle swords a lot, like, because uh, I'm also a sword collector, if people don't know that about me, yeah. but, um, you know, like I have katanas, um, long swords, uh, a Viking sword. Like, I have a few blades, and I use them for, you know, practicing edge alignment and things like that. So I have a little bit of experience. I'm not a martial arts expert, but I'm very comfortable with a one- to two-handed weapon, but I would like to try that double-ended style lightsaber to sort of see if I can just get the basic twirls going properly. See if I still have the muscle movement. For double uh, double sabers, I would recommend looking at, like, Ray Park and stuff like that. He's the guy that played Darth Maul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was just about to bring up, have you seen some of the uh, clips of him at conventions still rocking that lightsaber? Yeah, he's insane. He's still insanely good. Yeah. Even though that film was, what, like uh, two decades ago? Yeah, Yeah. 20 years. Yeah, 99, I think. Yeah, he's still still good The prequels came out in the early 2000s, right? No, I think it was 99, dude. I was in grade three. I had a Phantom Menace was yeah. ninety nine. That's right. I had a Jar Jar Binks watch for Grade Three, bro. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fuck you all. I love Jar Jar Binks. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's the generation thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. They just don't understand. They weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> but even uh, though we have been talking so much about Star Wars and lightsabers, this is actually not a Star Wars episode. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody want to kick us off with a cool little quote that we got like? Yeah, I think Bo's got one. Do I though? Yeah. I mean, look, I've handwritten it on my hands, so that's pretty cool, right? I'm I'm nice and uh, prepared. (coughs) Oh shit! As we've been doing so far, let's start this episode with a quote, as we usually do. So you know cats are interesting. They are kind of like girls. If they come and talk to you, it's great. But if you try to talk to them, it doesn't always go so well. Yep. Who said that? Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Ah. What a weird quote from, yeah, like, what the fuck? It's so weird. It's funny because you found more quotes that were like, much more suited to the context of this episode, but we had to go with that one. <laughs> what? Why? It's it's so weird, but I mean, yeah, you get what you get. There you go. That's right, people. Uh, if you don't like it, make like a Game Boy Color and put a double A battery in your butt. <laughs> that seems very unpleasant. <laughs> if I'm being completely well, honest with you. Hey, look, man, I'm not here to kink shame. Um. Uh, here's my kink huh what uh, anyway uh. so yeah even though that quote was super fucking weird uh yeah again talking about game boy colors um so i mean blake you're kind of the guru on these you kind of collect them already uh-huh. uh, but what 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 in nation is the game boy color <laughs> <laughs> well, the Game Boy Color is a handheld gaming console. Um, it came into the world in 1998, I believe. Um, it was preceded by the original Game Boy Pocket and uh, the Game Boy Pocket and the Game Boy, and was superseded by the Game Boy Advance. So it was like in between those two. Um, and like honestly, did if you didn't have one of these when you were a kid, like. Like, when I was a kid, you were not fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like, if you didn't have it, you weren't rad. You were just a shit cunt. Like, Would you say people were bullied for not having one? I wouldn't say they were bullied. They just were ignored for not existing. You know? I mean, that, to me, just sounds like borderline bullying. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, bullying is when you throw rocks at people and whatnot, right? Like, 
Well, that's an extreme form of bullying. <laughs> oh. I if neglecting someone's existence because they don't own the coolest fucking gaming device in 1998. Oh, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, I'd say that's kind of All bullying. I'm saying is I had one, so I didn't have to deal with any rocks being thrown at me. Yeah, you probably did the bullying. Hey, douche. that's not true. I was too busy training Bulbasaur, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Muscled> leaf boy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, um, do you know what else actually, um, fun fact, um, do you know what else actually, uh, sort of got its roots started in 1998? Uh, my little brother? Ha! No. Oh. Uh, no, our fucking corporate overlords, Google. They, they started, uh, doing their shit, or maybe the search engine was out, uh, not too positive on the exact specifics, but. They could be traced back to 1998 as well. Uh, wasn't 98 the year that Bill Clinton got booted out of the White House for shagging women or something? <laughs> he did get impeached as well. <laughs> <laughs> impeached for touching the peaches? Oh no, I forgot about that. Oh no. You thought Thank by you not having it for all these gems. You thought by not having it in the show notes, Paul, that I wouldn't remember, but I did. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember trying to keep it uh, in the back of my mind, like, uh, that's kind of funny, <laughs> but I completely forgot. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, fuck this one. That's funny. Uh, do you want to ask the next one, man? Sure, man. Um, but, uh, like, all the different Game Boy variants... They they kind of look similar, but what what do we have as a main difference to the Game Boy colors? Um, so the main difference between the Game Boy color and the ones before it is um, it's slightly more powerful. Like it can do a few more things graphically, not a heap, but like a little. Mm-hmm. Um, it but it also has a color screen, like so you know. The old one was just black and white, basically, or green and white, really. Uh, the Game Boy Color actually has, like, a color palette. It is limited, but, like, mm. you can actually play Mario and you go, oh, that looks like Mario off the TV. So <laughs> it, was, it was pretty huge. Like, it's something you take for granted now in a world of 4K, 60, fucking whatever. Like, but, like, just having color on a portable screen back then. Yeah. And the ergonomics of it, like, it fits your hand much better. It has, like, that, that booty bulge. And yeah. it's just so comfy. So comfy. Whereas the, the flat what? surface of the old ones. What? They have a yeah. booty bulge. That is... Oh, my God. You and your metaphors. The, the old brick one, it was, it was not easy. And then, you know... Yeah. Like, just having gr- green background with black pixels over it... it it wasn't too pleasant to look at. So. so so you could say that it became a better gaming console, but a less good melee weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but I so. mean, even back then, you don't want to use that as a fucking weapon. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You already have... If, you, if you're if you a human being with a Game Boy, you already have two weapons. <laughs> There's Troy. What if you <laughs> ran out of rocks to throw at people for not having a Game Boy? Oi, wake up! <laughs> lob your old Game Boy at them. No, no, but even then, before then, you'd just lob your Nokia phone. Like your Nokia flip No, 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 no. 
we, we had the uh, the Game Boy before the flip phones, like like the the brick yeah. phones. Yeah, you can tell that I'm not old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had I had a Game Boy before I had a phone. Oh yeah, well before for me at least. They were probably out around the same time, but people that had Game Boys didn't have Nokia's. No. You know, I, I didn't get a phone until I was like 14, 15. Yeah, same for me. And even then it was like a flip phone. It was really shit. My first phone yeah. was like one of those Coca-Cola branded Sargam phones. <laughs> it was a what? shit. That sounds very, very uh, European. Yeah, oh, it still had like that. an antenna and everything, man. It was, it was terrible. You could store up to like 20 messages. So oh. I was chat- sending messages to my friends, and it's like, oh, no, my inbox is full. <laughs> Gotta delete all my messages again. <laughs> I, uh, I, actually, I actually had an alright one. I had a sharp phone. It was like a sharp uh, flip phone. Yeah. And it, it wasn't bad. It did the job. Shit for the first. I think the first phone I ever had was a Samsung Galaxy Young. Oh, like a- <laughs> Look at this guy. He's got already got fucking color screens on his first phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, very like, true. Yeah, no, but it was it was like just a Galaxy Samsung, but it was like itty bitty. It was a little baby one, and it sucked. It was <laughs> awful. The screen barely registered for a fucking touchscreen phone as well. It was fucking awful. Yeah, you were lucky. You came in when smartphones started. Like, you know, they're already a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But, I guess I did yeah. get lucky, didn't I? You did get lucky. <laughs> Alright, um... Sweet, so... Now, I know the answer to this, but guys, do you know of any variants with the, uh, Game Boy Colors? Well, I know there's the, uh, the fucking, uh, the, uh, the, um, um, fuck, um, the Atomic Purple one, yeah, that's the one, <laughs> yep, because I want that one, because I really like see-through purple. Uh, and then you also got uh, a, a little yellow one. That one's pretty fucking cool, if you ask me, because Blake's got one as well. Uh, they come in kiwi green as well, or uh, I used to play a little teal one back in the day, because I'm pretty sure that was yours, Blake, but I used to give it a go as well. I played I played Pokemon Red on that fucking bad boy back then. Um, <laughs> and then there was some fucking other purple one, and there was a uh, fuchsia city colored one too. That's a reference to Pokemon. Fuck you. Bang. End timer. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So th- that's all the base set ones. Uh, as Bone said, they did teal, atomic purple, dandelion yellow, kiwi green, and the fuchsia's like a reddy color one and uh, purple. Um, Wait, I got all the base ones. I fucking nailed that. Yeah, Let's yeah, you go. did. You did. Um, and yeah, Atomic Purple. Um, they also did a bunch of limited editions. Um, they did one that's just like a straight up crystal color, like just straight see through, um, which I have, um, a heap of Pokemon variants, and a, po- uh, a Hello Kitty one, um, and even an Australian one, which is, uh, green and yellow, or green and gold for the City of 2000 Olympics. Green and yellow, green and yellow. <laughs> um, cause like Aussies, Australia's co- competitive colors for the Olympics is green and gold. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I own most of the base set. All I'm missing is the Kiwi Green. Um, and I have a Pokemon one and a C3 one. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, wasn't it there when you got your C3 one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when we went on that trip over to uh, Green Slopes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was cool. And that's the, you also got your uh, 
Gold 60. Did you buy the Gold 64? Yeah, same day. Same day. We're, I'm going to go back over there soon. Ooh. Yeah, that was a good find, honestly. Man, they got some nice ones on Facebook Marketplace. They have the uh, Fireball Orange uh, N64 for fucking 250 bucks, and I'm like... Oh, shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it yeah. Might have to happen. You know, might have to make a day trip again. Yeah, 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 for sure. For well, sure, for sure. Now, I've got a question for you, Mr. Fucking Host, man. Yeah, um, Obi. Yeah, this is a question for you. <laughs> like, this is actually a <laughs> oh, question for you. Oh, oh, what? Self-appointed fucking butthole. What? Um... Yeah. What are some of the... What, why did you start collecting them? Like, talk to me about some of the pros of uh, collecting them, you know? Like, obviously there's nostalgia. That's probably, I would say, probably one of your big ones. But what are some of the more niche pros to actually collecting these? Yeah, okay. So, I, I guess the first one um, was the color variant thing, right? So, like, when you buy a Super Nintendo, you have the Super Nintendo. And then the thrill of it is all finding you know, the games for it, or maybe a few different variants. Maybe they have a different region one. Usually it's just like, oh yeah, it's grey. And then you get all the games. But with these guys, the the idea that certain colours are more rare than others, and they look so good up on a shelf, like, I just had to, man. You know, and the N64s have similar colours as well. So in my brain, I was always like, I want to have, you know, say a green N64 on a shelf next to a green Game Boy. I want to have, you know, and like that. So they're pretty cool, man. Like all those colors was a masterstroke of genius from Nintendo doing that. Also makes it kind of cool when, you know, if, if you were cool and allowed to, you know, you could take them to school and be cheeky and play them on the lunch break. But like, you know, you could go to all your friends and they all have different colors. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, Obi, do you want to get that one? Sure. Yeah. Uh, like, because they were so massively produced back in the day, they, um, they're, they're actually quite cheap compared to other consoles. Um, so like finding these second hand they go for like peanuts nowadays unless in the, if they're like in mint condition and still in the box never opened but yeah that's, or, that's or if they're happening. a rare variant like uh you know there's only 500 of them or something other than that they have stayed pretty affordable they have gone up a little but like you know for a standard game boy in good condition, I'd pay a hundred to a hundred and twenty tops. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's the standard in Australia, yeah. at least. Yeah. How if, was that compared to back in the day? Um, they were cheaper, a lot cheaper than back in the day. Were they? Um, like brand new? Uh, I think so. Yeah. They they were affordable. That's for sure. All right, I'm gonna Google this while you guys continue talking. Because like. <laughs> you know, like, I know that they're kind of going up a bit in price more just because a lot of the people who um, <clears throat> would have grown up with them, you know, in a, uh, probably in a similar situation to you, Blake, where it's like, most of these people who would have grown up and got these as kids, like, in school, right, they're now at that age where they have their big boy jobs and stuff like that, and they can afford things, you know? And I'm sure for a lot of us, especially in the sort of geeky 
like sort of part of society we like to collect things that we grew up with you know like lightsabers you could probably you could probably chalk up the price going up to the fact that a lot of people are buying game boys again yes because you know there are probably insane collectors out there who do buy them make sure they're in amazing condition and then probably go get them psa graded yeah so i just looked it up they were originally 70 dollars us which is close to 100 bucks aussie anyway more or less. It's like, it's, what, 80, 90? But, yeah. so, but there's you 20 know, years difference between there as well. Like, yeah, if, exactly. If you, if you take in consideration inflation and stuff like that. Yeah, they they're actually, really they've much. actually lost a bit of, probably. Yeah. But, the cool thing about that, man, is like, like Bowen said, it's not about, is it valuable? You know what I mean? Like, that's not always what it's about. It's, it's, is it rewarding to collect for? And like Bo said, you know, it's about, I think it usually works out to about 20 years after a thing is released. Um, it has a peak in its uh, popularity for nostalgia because if you were 10 when you had a Game Boy, you're then 30, right? And when you're 30, it's usually when you start to get a bit more financial like uh, sense about you and you got a bit more money to throw around, you know, a little bit more successful. Not always, but usually. And that's when you start collecting things. So 100%. You know, that's that curve. But I think a big thing that's actually kept the Game Boy market afloat in terms of um, collectability is how big Pokemon got again. Mm. Oh, yeah. And 100%. the modding scene as well. Yeah, well, so, yeah uh, I mean, like, even today, the modding scene is insane. Like, yeah. not going to say you should do this, but, you know, if you look at some of the mods that have come out for the most recent Pokemon game, they look insane. Yeah, but like, like people are doing graphical mods for that game. Like, I honestly don't understand people's issue with the graphics. I've never looked at Pokemon as a graphically intense game. Like, oh, you know, it doesn't look that good. Blah, 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 blah. Who fucking cares? It's Pokemon, right? Let's just get that out of the way quickly. But like, it still hasn't stopped people from doing like ultra HD, like read, like redone textures and stuff, and they they look great. Yeah, yeah, but like even that aside, like. For collecting these, a big problem is how moddable the consoles themselves are. And so, easy like, to work on, too. Like Yeah. Like, just screw them apart, and you'll usually see what the hell's wrong with it if you, if you have, like, a keen eye. Like, if yeah, you like, see, like, a little component that's a little bird fucking solder it out and replace it. The switch is broken. Just clean the fucking switch, and it's working again. Exactly. And, like, to be clear, Obi is an electrician. Like, he has that... He's good at that. I'm not. And even I can pull apart a Game Boy and work on it. Because yeah. it is just basic electronics. Like, if you know how to do basic soldering, basic, you know, uh, cleaning up solder joints, things like that, it's pretty fucking easy. And, like, you can buy backlit screens that you connect in with ribbon cables and that sort of stuff. Um, you can get charging packs, like, all sorts of fucking cool shit. Um, Bowen's lovely girlfriend, actually, I don't know if she wants to be mentioned by name or not, but uh, she actually gave me a modded Game Boy when I had COVID as a gift to like get well soon, and I fucking love it. It sits beside my bed, and I play Jurassic Park on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's like the one reason why I'm not playing mine as much. Just like the lack of a backlit screen, it's kind of interfering because I always have to like have a lamp down. And then my missus is like, "Oh, I want to come in. I want to sleep." And I was like, "Okay, but I'm playing." <laughs> 
So, uh, <laughs> Not I until my Cyndaquil evolves, babe. Makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> but as well, actually, I don't know if you're going to know this off the back of your head, but did the orig- did the Game Boy Color have the, is it the tri-wing screws? Yeah, what yeah, 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 they're tri-wings, yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that stopped me from, like, pulling apart a lot of my Nintendo things, well, like my old DS, my, uh, my SP at the moment. Well, well. Uh, have I have those now, by the way, Bowen. So. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So if you need good to yank stuff apart, you let me know, alright? Uh, I honestly should just buy Moon. Dude, well. five bucks off eBay. Seriously. Uh, yeah. Uh, another pro of it, and I'm sure Obi here will agree, whatever. They're just dripping with 90s, 2000s nostalgia. I know a lot of people are just nostalgic for the 80s, but fuck you, the 90s were cooler. Right? <laughs> right? Like, that shit, man. Like, everything they said is either white or black. You know, trying to These motherfuckers were neon green, man. Like, just so gaudy. And like I said, I'm pretty sure all of us have owned one at least some point. And there's a lot of nostalgia there. Yeah. Not 100%. What colour did you have, Obi, when you were a kid? Uh, I had an Atomic Purple when I was a kid, so that's why I bought yeah. an Atomic Purple again. <laughs> to replace it. Yep, yep. Bowen had my tier one. I had the tier one. Yeah, see, I, I missed I missed the uh, Game Boy Color. I, the first thing I ever owned was the Advanced SP. Oh, which, yeah. So I skipped, I skipped that's the That's the flippable well. one, right? Yeah. 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 Give yeah. it time and we will do an episode on that as well. I think if people like this, we'll keep doing this format occasionally as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and the other thing is too, it's got a smaller screen than its, pre- uh, smaller than its predecessor, but with the same size screen. So it's more compact. And I think that's great. Yep. Um, that is pretty fucking... Poggers, yeah, as the cool kids say nowadays. Alright. Do you know what the cool kids also see so also say nowadays? What? What are some of the cons of collecting Game Boy colours? I don't think any of the cool kids are that, but fair enough. I, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean you know we're you? saying? Oh. We're not kids, man. I have grey hairs. I was trying no, to make I a cool segue, but you guys fucking ruined it. Come on. <laughs> who's who, who's Segway? That's Why the guy. Uh, the <laughs> guy who invented Segway, and then in an in an attempt to show the breaking power of his Segways, accidentally drove one off a cliff. Anyway, some of the cons. Actually, no. Before we go further, have you guys seen Jurassic World yet? Dominion, nope, the new one. No. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Good tangent. Good I'm seeing it for the second time tomorrow. I'm very excited. Damn. Uh, yeah. Good, huh? Yeah, so one of the cons, obviously sounding like a broken record here, but we uh, there is some kind of monetary requirements you, you're going to have to collect these with any kind of hobby, but Game Boy Colors are probably the one that are not suffering too much from, like, yeah, we talked about it earlier, inflation. Uh, yeah. So they they are actually relatively decently priced still. Yeah. I I think you can put together a decent little Game Boy collection without destroying your bank account. Yeah, you know? probably. 
Yeah. I feel as if we need to make a soundboard to just repeat this for us. <laughs> <laughs> What's one of the cards? It costs money. Every <laughs> hobby costs money. Yep. Uh, and then bold in the background with another button next to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, right. Okay. You're yeah. saying I'm DJ for the podcast. No, no, no. You're, you're on the other soundboard button. Why me? We just you just we just have a button of you going yeah. Well, you can't get it unless I do it. Ah. So DJ Lethal. <laughs> DJ Lethal. Yeah. I don't know why we're so limbiscally today, but I guess it yeah. just happens. <laughs> we were set off with the right foot. That's it. That's right. You know what's a um? You know what's another con of uh, collecting Game Boy colors? Actually, what's that? Um, Jamama. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, Why my mom that? does does not approve of it. It's that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, Mumble you could... Uh, yeah. So Jamama, that's a con. Um, y'all know another con? Just off the just off the dome while <gasps> on a roll, right? Uh-huh. You're lame. That's one. <laughs> um, look. Once again. A, a real con, though. Getting your hands on a Game Boy Color, color as I said, won't cost too much. Um, about a hundred bucks to standard, more for certain editions. But some of the fucking games, man, holy shit. Like, yep. holy bazongas, as the notes say. Um, trying to find, a, you know, an original copy of some games can be expensive. Like, uh, Pokemon Crystal, for example. It's gone for about a hundred and thirty bucks over here now. And about two years ago, it was only like 80. So, holy fuck. Don't say I told you this, but you can also just make your own. That's what? not our business. Huh? What? That's not our business. What? Exactly. Uh, Obi, are your windows to the walls okay? Whatever is <laughs> being said is staying in here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um... Another con as well is, like we mentioned earlier, with the lack of a backlit screen, if you're trying to play in a dark room, you're practically fucked. Yep. Um, but also in saying that replacing the screen with the backlit one isn't too difficult. Like, there's plenty of tutorials online, and the screens themselves aren't relatively expensive as well. But that's that's honestly if it's even an issue. Yeah, honestly, some people probably don't even care. It depends where you're uh, playing, like, like it depends have... when you when you're old too, like me and Obi, like immaculate degeneration exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's more of a when are you playing and where are you playing kind of thing. If you're if you're a person who likes to play while you're outside in the sun, then it's fine. But if if you're like live in Sweden where half of the year it's dark in here. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Just Yeah, but even then, just play by the fire, man. What fire? By the fire? Don't all Swedish people have fireplaces? Yes, I do, but it's not on all the time. Plus, it flickers. It's, it's annoying to watch. Yeah, but you also get the warmth of fire, and then you just get to cozy up I'm, next to it and you, play fucking game uh, Pokemon Crystal. You gotta get yourself one of those curly lights that uh, sits above your screen for you. That's how we used to do it. Remember it connects to the extension port thing? 
Yep. Like the link cable hole, and then it had just a little lamp over the top. Yep. Wait, what? That was the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Official or not? Uh, no, but like, if you want to see some crazy shit, I'm sure Boom Boss will have me mention this, look into weird attachments for Game Boys and Game Boy Colors. Like, the things you could do to those things, like, there's magnifying glasses that sit over the screen, and then with a light, and then like, a speaker thing, and then there's a thing that makes it have a joystick, and like, it looks like a fucking uh, Voltron by the time you're finished, you know? Then you can get a camera, which has someone else's pictures on it. Show us your 8-bits. I love that. Um, Yeah. Now look, I, I honestly don't really consider this a con, because again, if you are trying to do this for graphics... Like if you're trying to play a Game Boy Color for graphics, you're you're kind of stupid. No offense. Yeah. Just because it's like it it it's a fucking handheld from the nineties. Of course, it's not going to be able to play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven on it. Although, I'll eat those words in like twenty years time when someone manages to get that working. They'll make it happen. Maybe not Cyberpunk. They might get a game that's less buggy. (laughs) <laughs> well, what's what's the thing where it's the staple? Can it run Doom? Yeah, Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the original Doom cranking on it. Um, wait, isn't there actually a fucking? I'm not. No, I don't think so. I don't I'm think gonna, so. I'm gonna look that up real quick because if there is, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna love. While you're doing that, um, the other. Oh my god, it exists. That's brilliant. The other limitation <laughs> is uh, is battery life. Um, like it, it uses two AA batteries. Is it two? Yeah, two. Yeah, two. But it can chew them pretty quick, man. Especially if you have a backlit screen. So just be conscious of that. But like, whatever. It's not a big deal. You can fucking get rechargeable batteries these days, yeah. or you can put a battery mod in. It's not the end of the world. Use your brain, you know. Um, Obi, did you know? There's some cool fucking games for this, though. And would Do you I? like to tell us? Would you like to tell us what some of the top games are? Top game? Uh, yeah. What well, would you recommend for the Game Boy Color? Since I am a Pokemon fanboy, I would definitely recommend Pokemon games. Yep. If you want to go with the original three, the red, blue, and yellow, or if you're in Japan, green. Uh, yep. Those are a good recommendation. There are a lot of really cool uh, moments in those games. and uh, Very fun uh, glitches to do in those games as well. <laughs> Dude, did you, guys ever, did you guys ever use strength on that truck and get a Mew? That was like fucking insane. <laughs> no, I just got disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys actually ever tried to get yourself a missing now? Yeah, I've tried, I did. But, oh, there you go. I did. Uh, because yeah, that's you, because you can fun. clone. That's the way that you clone master balls with the missing number. You had to put like yeah. a pokeball in a certain slot in your item uh, bag, and then that item would get duplicated like ninety nine times. Hmm. Hell yeah! I also really wanna. I also really wanna try one of the speedrun tactics that people use when speedrunning like red, and I think also blue. Oh yeah. Um. You can do something with the, like, name, like, the player name. Um, and then, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, a thing where if you do something specific, you can 
input code through button prompts. Okay. And then, like, really early in game, you can get yourself a very high-level, like, Nitto King. <laughs> That's what a lot of speedrunners go for. Nitto King's can, cool as fuck. And because Nitto King in red was stupidly strong, you just breeze through the game. Obviously, that's, that's with, like, a glitched run. Yeah. yeah if you're doing glitchless, you don't do that. So now, like, those original Pokemon games, they were, um, they were released for the original Game Boy. So, on the original yeah. Game Boy, they have no color. But when you play them on a Game Boy, they actually add a little bit of color to it. It's, like, one color. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but, the next generation, Generation 2, Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal, they were actually properly color. Um, and they are essential titles, I would say. Crystal's probably the best, but gold and silver can still be had for a reasonable price. You pick them up for like 70, 80 bucks. Um, which is expensive, but it's not 140, 150, you know? Like. I've never played Crystal. Um, is Crystal the equivalent of like the third version that comes out? Yeah, Crystal's the the Redux, basically. So, like, so it's like the, the yellow or the emerald. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, right. So, it's the version after um, gold and silver, and they just add a little bit more, like, they they take out some of the bugs. But you yeah. still have cloning there, so... Yeah. Um, if you were like me as well as a kid, um, I actually played the original Super Mario for the first time ever on a Game Boy Color. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I never got to play it on a NES. The first time I ever played it was on the old Game Boy Color. Okay. Because you owned you owned the Super Mario Kart cartridge that was like uh, like that see through dark grayish. Green. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, Super Mario Deluxe, and it, yeah, it's yeah. a transparent case with some glittery stuff in it. Yeah, that was the first one I ever played, and I felt like such a king when I realized you could press select and you could. Uh, play as Luigi. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's badass. Um another one is Donkey Kong. Yeah. Um, I mean yeah, they, I've never seen it. So they ported Donkey Kong Country over, but they also have a Donkey Kong game from Game Boy on there. So Donkey Kong okay. Country is in full colour and it's like a you know I don't know if it's a very good port but it's Donkey Kong. So you gotta fucking have it. DK. Drift yeah. King. DK. Yeah, that's Donkey right. Kong. DK. Obi, what about the next one, man? Uh, Zelda Link's Awakening. DX. Uh, personally, yeah. I have no experience with this game, but I did previously play some of the other Zelda games. and uh, so- I think because of my age, I never really got into it that much because I couldn't read the text <laughs> yeah yeah, and I was the same too but uh, so Link's Awakening is sort of like the Game Boy's uh, version of uh, Link to the Past like it's its own game but very similar um, and it came out on the original Game Boy but they redid it as DX so they recolored it and stuff and upgraded it for the Game Boy Color so the DX specifically is that but if you had the original copy, it'll still play in your Game Boy. It just won't be fully colored. Maybe like Pokemon. So yeah. Um, another classic as well is fucking Tetris. Mm, yeah. Like, 
need I honestly say anything? It's fucking Tetris. I think Tetris does not need in like it needs no explanation. If you don't know what Tetris is, you're a fucking idiot. I feel as if if you don't know what Tetris is, you are deliberately going out of your way to ensure you don't know. Yeah, well, you probably do Fortnite dances for recreation. You <laughs> didn't say the fucking oh my god, it's John Wick from Fortnite. <laughs> oh my god, it's Master Chief from Fortnite. Oh no, kill yourself. It happens, man. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. I, I was gonna say okay. children are lame, but goddamn, man. Alright. <laughs> yeah, I mean, lucky you said what's on all of our minds, let's be real. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you were a youngin' and back in those sort, sort of days and you had a Game Boy Color, I can almost guarantee you probably had at least one of these games. Yep. Especially Pokemon, considering, again, it's had such a small beginning and look at it now like it's don't quote me but isn't pokemon the most profitable franchise nowadays yeah it's it's i don't know if it's the most but like it's a mega star man like just all of it um and i think we will actually talk about pokemon for an entire episode sometime like everything pokemon yeah obi's very keen for it so yes it'll happen We'll try to make it family friendly as well, so my kid can listen to it. Oh, oh. yeah! There you go. I just okay, it up. You're, since you're doing the editing lately, Obi, you can just bleep us, <laughs> right? On his edition. Okay, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll add Sorry, like a guitar sh- squeal in there. Wee! <laughs> yeah, like Metalocalypse used to, like a pinch harmonic every time someone swears. <laughs> Um, You'd be surprised to hear this, but um, the top three most profitable franchises um, in US dollars is number one, Pokemon, with $92.121 billion. Ooh, that's a lot of schmeckles. Second is Hello Kitty. What? At $80 billion. How did that get there? And then number three is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it might have been Spider Man, but fair enough. Um, Spider Man is actually on this list at number twelve. Okay. Where's Star Wars? Um, and then uh, Star Wars is number five. Lord, Lord of, the of the Rings is number twenty-one. Where's Gundam? Gundam is actually number thirteen. <laughs> Whoa, look at me. Yeah, dude. Marvel. Gundam. Gundam is Japan's Star Wars. Yeah. Like so. Uh. Uh. What's his fucking name? Oh, I'm having a blank. The guy that rose has the red Zaku. He's like Darth Vader over there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't... Uh, I've got a mind blank, but... Yeah. The red cop. He's, uh... Yeah, yeah, he's the guy, man. Like, he's Darth Vader popular over there, you know? I'm surprised to see Yu-Gi-Oh! one here, actually, number 23. <coughs> oh, Shah Aznabal, his name is. Yeah, that's... Mm. Oh, by the way, just rest in peace. The guy that made Yu-Gi-Oh! died, apparently. Yeah, I did he see. did. Yeah. That, that is really unfortunate. That Man. really sucks. I'm not like a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan, but that does suck. Not I watched some of the series. Great way. Not a great way to go out. If I'm completely honest, what, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, so he passed away in a uh, snorkeling accident. Oh, so it wasn't natural shit. No, so he passed away at the age of sixty from a snorkeling accident. This is why I fucking tell you guys. Don't go in the fucking ocean. It's murder soup. You're going <laughs> to die there. 
Okay. That's Jeez. why I don't go outside. Yeah, right. Here in my little dungeon. Mo- move into Australia, Obi. We're fucking beasts of all kinds outside. No, I don't. Now, Obi, it is my understanding that you've had a bit of a run in lately with some fine cast resin. Yeah, I wonder who gave me that. Thanks, would Mitsu. You li- would, you- would you like to just give us a quick uh, idea of your thoughts on fine cast? In the words of uh, Bowen, it's shit. <laughs> That's all there is? <laughs> oh, Good rant, it, Toby. It's, Good it's, rant. It's just terrible, man. Like, how could GW even release these things? It's it's ridiculous. Like, the parts don't even fit. The resin has, like, bubbles in it. Uh, I think it was excusable 15 years ago. It's before we had the technology, it's not excusable today. And a lot of the models only come in that, and that's not okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, Forge Forge World should be coming in high-grade plastic. Like, that should be the... Like, unless you click resin, it should be plastic. This should be the go-to yeah. in 2022, man. Fix your shit, James Workshop. Get it together. Uh, and quickly... Before uh, before we do depart, I just wanted to say I got new headphones, guys. Did you? Really good. They're purple. Oh. Um, oh, I just thought I'd give a quick recommendation. They are Audio Technica MX fifties. Um, you can get them in Bluetooth or wired. I went wired because I'm a dinosaur. Uh, but got, they're really fucking nice, man. Like you like if you like death metal and stuff like that, like stuff with a lot of layers and very busy. They're so clear. You know, I don't know how they'd be for hip-hop, but they're just so clear. I'd imagine them being the same for hip-hop, because you've got a lot of those, I wouldn't say, you know, talent, but it's more of a... There's interested design sounds in there. Yeah, true, true. Yes, Bob? Oh, you you recognise I had my hand up. Yeah, yeah, Um, what's up, man? What's up? Also... Uh, before we started recording, I do recall you saying you wanted to do a little bit of a music talk just on what oh, we've been listening to lately. Yeah, as yeah. to leaving out uh, music minutes, even though they don't go for a minute. But Yeah, look, we normally try and review albums and stuff for you guys and give you music tips. Um, we are working on one, but we're sort of just, you know, we've been pretty busy, all of us. So we thought instead of that, we'll just say what we've been listening to and maybe share in case you guys want to check it out as well. Bowen, what you got? Leather Terror. Uh, the Carpenter Brut album? Uh, excuse you, it is Carpenter Brute. But yes. Uh, okay, well, you've pronounced it as Brut for the last five years, so excuse my ignorance. Yeah, I found, I recently realised that's how you say it, so I'm correcting it. Uh, but yes, the new Carpenter Brute album. Fucking love it, it is amazing. Um, what else have I been listening to? Um... I've also been listening to a lot of, um, is it, uh, The Grey Chapter? Slipknot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of rekindling my love for Slipknot recently. Um, listening to a lot of them. Um, kind of, I've managed to pin pinpoint probably my favourite Slipknot song, if I'm being honest. What is well, it? You want to take a guess? It is off Grey Chapter. The Devil and I. No. Mm, I don't know then. Uh, that album didn't hit too hard for me, honestly. The but... negative one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. That's a fucking boopity bap. 
I actually had that album on the entire time I played Doom 2016. So I Why, had a, what? What the fuck is yeah, wrong yeah. with so you? I didn't actually know that it had like Mick Gordon in it at first. Like I didn't know how good it was, but I had this awesome fusion of Slipknot and Mick Gordon. So it was like even heavier than normal. And I'm like, either oh, way, I, I the like fact this. that you listen what? to music while playing Doom is I do. Awesome. I listen wow. to music while I do fucking everything. How like, dare everything. you? Well, are you, you know, are you telling me you missed out on BFG Division? No, I heard it from you 50 times while playing Warhammer instead. Good, which is why you should not listen to music when playing that game. And why you should lick my nads. I don't want to. <laughs> well, that's your answer for that, too. Obi, what have you been listening to, man? I'm just too shocked to hear that you didn't listen to the Doom music <laughs> while playing Doom. It's, it's good, but I wasn't just listening to man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've recently um, I've recently started picking up the Star Lords podcast again and music-wise uh, I found something called Lo-Fi Goes Metal. So... Okay. It's... You know, there's usually like... it. Lo-Fi is usually related to like, you know, soft uh, R&B and, and hip-hop tunes. But mm-hmm. th- this is completely played with metal music, and uh, it's kind of my jam. I'm I'm digging it. So just I've... your vibe. You're a pretty chill metalhead, though. Yeah. You're not a fucking I've... not a like the rest of us. I've been digging a lot of the like. I listen to quite a bit of lo-fi hip hop uh, while I work, uh, just because it, it it's it's nothing too intense. It keeps you focused, and it it just yeah. gives you some background noise. You know exactly. Um, I remember seeing this one. Where it was like lo-fi metal, but instead of the lo-fi girl that you normally see, it was like, it was the Doom Slayer <laughs> crammed at a desk, like knees up to his chest, trying to write. Yeah. I love that. Also, Dooms the rip and tear too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also just want to bring to people's attention. Uh, it was a little sad, um, but the original lo-fi. Uh, like stream that was on YouTube had been going for two years, twenty four seven, just with a heap of fucking lo-fi tunes, right? Um, and sadly, due to some shitty fucking YouTube systems and shit like that, unfortunately, lo-fi girl has finished studying. Oh no! It got it got copyright claimed after uh, after two years of being constantly live, and that is so shit. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, YouTube. Thanks, Big Corporation. Yeah. Cool, dickheads. So that was that was kind of sad. Alright. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, Jeremy Clarkson. Anyway, back to the studio. Now, um, I've been listening to... Fuck, what have I been cranking? A uh, little bit of uh, fucking Lorna Shaw. Enjoying that. Um. Oh fuck! Revocation, Revocation put out a new song, so I'm enjoying their stuff. Revocation, uh, no breathing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty good. We'll probably talk about that one at length a little bit more. Um, I actually did listen to that new Megadeth song that Benny was talking about, and like, honest opinion, the riffing in it's good. Dave Mustaine's a good guitarist, but Megadeth still just does not stroke my shaft right, man. I. Like, it's, yeah, I don't know. 
You know, it just doesn't do it for me. He's a good guitarist, man, but... He's a shithead. Oh, yeah, I said <laughs> it. I've been listening to a lot more uh, Blind Guardian again, though, which is fucking awesome. Like, uh, Nightfall in Middle-Earth, that album, is like... <laughs> creme de la creme. Have you heard it? No. I thought you listened to Blind Guardian, Obi. I did back in the days, but I haven't oh, done mate. that. It's beautiful. 20 years, probably. Oh, 50. mate, come on. Remember who you are. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's Thanks, it, really. that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, besides that, though, just my standard show, I got like, just a big old playlist that cranks along. Um, we, we actually have a playlist for the podcast, too. So yeah. This stuff probably won't be on there, but uh, all the reviews we do are. Nah, fuck that. I'm adding some Goblin of Brew to that shit. Fine. I'll I'll, I'll add the two yeah, bangers yeah, from fine. the new album. Fair enough. Do, do it. it. Um, Megadeth is not coming on that list. No, no. If it does, <laughs> I quit in the podcast. <laughs> the list gets deleted <laughs> straight away. That's right. I'll delete myself. <laughs> um... Yeah. Oh, the other cool thing is, I know Obi doesn't give half a fuck, but Pantera is going to be doing tours in North America Ooh. with Phil and Rex. Pantera. Who? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up your fucking face. Uh, oh, but it. no, so um, it's rumored they're going to be having Zach Wilde as a guitarist, and this has been going around for years, but Ooh. apparently the, it's actually official official. Um, and Obi doesn't care about Pantera because he's an idiot, but... Or like Zach Wilde so. for that, that. Zach Wilde's fucking amazing. You know what, man? I have a Pantera tattoo on one leg and a fucking Black Label Society one on the other leg. So you shut your whole mouth. Well then. <laughs> oh, that's it. I'm Moon and Bring Me the Horizon in December. <laughs> they can see my ass <laughs> from the grandstands. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, nah. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's pretty much all I got for that. Um, yeah, remember to check us out on Discord. We have a Discord. We have a Facebook. We have Patreon. If you've gotten the laugh out of this, give us a dollar. You know? Because you should support content creators if you like them. You like their content. Because stuff costs money to produce and make, you know? Um, or don't. Whatever. I'm not your dad. Or am I? <laughs> um... But yeah, we got all that. We got Instagram. It's all there, man. Even Spotify now. And yeah. We are on Spotify right now. On believe it or not. Spotify. Um, also, check out Scarl405th on Twitch. He's our buddy. He promotes us a bit as well. Good guy. Lots of laughs there. Um, yeah. He did and, be doing the Pog Champs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have some, some fucking wild Halo streams on there occasionally when him and I team up. Obi just comes in, looks at us, shakes his head, and then leaves again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you guys are done, until next time, crank that air. I'm shutting my whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you can speak again. I'm over it. I didn't want to oh, you. fine. Well, you slayed that, Gray. We are knights at the hobby table. And remember to crank that amp. Slay that gray. Oh, we are knights of oh, the hobby table. And remember as well to crank that amp. Let's slay that gray. And we are the knights of the hobby table. Thank you for listening.
Bye. 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 Bye.